And then in our text, verse 34, the Good Samaritan, as he journeyed, he came to where he was, this man who was injured, and when he saw him, he had compassion. Now that word, compassion, in the original language in the Greek text, in these four texts that I read to you, is a very interesting word in Greek. Very interesting word. It, it refers to inward parts. Inward parts. Think of your intestines. <laughs> Belly. That's, that's the, the word here, behind this word. Bowels. Think of your, your guts, if I can say that. It, it's it's the, a person's seat of emotions. It's at the core of your being. At the core of being, there's this emotion that comes to the top and overflows. Something stirs within you, in your bowels, in your gut. It's visceral. It's a visceral reaction. It's not based on reason, but in a gut reaction, you see something, a pain, a hurt, an injustice, and you just react from within. Now again, let's go back. This is, this is Jesus. That's, that's the word used in those texts when it says Jesus had compassion. It wasn't just, you know, uh, oh, that's nice, and, 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 and where are we going to eat today? Like something in passing. No, there, there's great emotion within Jesus at those times. From the seat of his being, something stirs within. There's, there's something wrong. And so this emotion comes to the top. And we, we can think of synonyms that come very close. We think of mercy or pity, sympathy, empathy. We think of care, concern. But it even goes further in that. Even further than that. So, so I have three thoughts here as we look at our text. As we look at back now the Luke chapter 10. Three thoughts about this, this word. Compassion. Everything that I, I said will, will follow through now. Compassion is active. It's an activity. It is more than an emotion. Compassion has legs. I love that little phrase. Compassion has legs. Think again of our text in chapter 10. We, we see that the Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him, it says. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he sent, set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. It's, it's compassion with legs. It's, 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 it's an emotion, but it goes a little bit further. And, and we, we see that, we see this with the Levite and the priest, the Jewish the Jewish priests there, they, they didn't act. They saw the man, but they didn't act. There, there was no compassion for this person, and it didn't cause them to act at all. So what's the point here? What, what is Jesus trying to say? What, what is he after here? He's after Christian integrity here. He's after the heart inwardly, but he also, he, he's after consistency, heart and behavior an example, if, if I have a banana and I peel a banana, what do I expect to find in the banana? If I have a, a watermelon and I slice the watermelon, what do I expect to see in the watermelon? Well, a banana and, and, and watermelon. When, when one sees, Jesus is saying, he sees a leader, a Levite, a Jewish priest, 
When one sees him, what does he expect from this leader, from this Levite? He expects to see compassion on legs. When people see pastors, elders, deacons, professors, missionaries, Christians, what do they expect to see and observe? Compassion on legs. That there's a vocation, but then there's also a behavior. That there's, that there's titles, perhaps, for some, but there's also a behavior that corresponds with the title. And that's what Jesus is trying to say here. It's, it's wonderful to have the title, but Jesus wants to go deeper. It's about compassion. It's about compassion. Compassion is active and activity. Compassion takes risks. Number two, I, I love this story for that. He, the Samaritan, he went to him. He went to him. And, and it's, it's a remarkable story here. There, there, there was great animosity between the Jewish people and the Samaritans. Jewish people treated Samaritans with contempt. Samaritans were not 100% Jewish. They, 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 they were mixed of mixed blood. But in the story, it's the Samaritan who helps. Can, can you imagine being Jewish at this time and the disciple and the Pharisee, a teacher of all, hearing this story? Oh, my goodness. A Samaritan. Of all people, a Samaritan helps the injured person. Not one of the religious leaders of the day, but a Samaritan who some of them, no doubt in the audience, held in contempt. And so what is Jesus saying in this parable? What is Jesus saying? He's saying that God has compassion for all people. God has compassion for all people. And he's also going on to say (laughs) that the gospel, the good news... It's not just for Jewish people. It's for all people. It's for all people, no matter who, who, who they may be. I love what the Apostle Paul states in Colossians 3, verse 11. He says here in, in this gospel, the gospel of, of grace found in Jesus Christ because of who he is, his death, his resurrection. Here in this gospel, there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, Barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, for Christ is all and in all. Wow. The teaching of Jesus at this point. He's really, he's really um, with the Jewish people and the disciples, he's stretching them big time. My gospel, my life, he's saying to his disciples and everyone present, more than just for Jewish people, it's for all people. Compassion on all people. I love the story uh, that comes from um, one of my readings here, and um, it regards the, the, the Brand family, missionaries in India some years back. And, and this, is a, this is a story. This is, a, this is told by a, a woman from India, her story about this Brand family. This, 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 this woman, the wife of the missionary family. The hill tribes didn't practice abortion. They disposed of unwanted children by leaving them beside the road. Granny Brand 
would take in these children, nurse them back to health, rear them, and try to educate them. I was one of the unwanted ones left to die. There were several dozen of us, but she treated us more like an adoption center than an orphanage. We called her Mother of the Hills. When I did well in studies, she paid for me to go off to a proper school, school, and eventually I earned a master's degree. I now teach nursing at the University of Madrid, and I came several hundred miles today to honor the brands for what they did for me and others. The brand family, willing to take a few starfish, throw them back in the sea, willing their compassion move them to make a difference. It's a great, great story. So compassion takes risks. I'll find my place. Compassion takes risks. Compassion has no boundaries when it comes to race or creed. Are we willing to take risks when it comes to compassion? You know, I've been on this theme for some time, and, and I uh, just, just, just perhaps... It's who I am, getting older in the Christian faith. But I ask myself often, am I too comfortable? Am I too comfortable in my Christian faith? Am I too safe? Is my Christian faith radical enough? I shared with you a number of months ago, 1 John 3, verse 16. And this is love that God would send, or would send his son that Jesus would, would, would die and give himself up for us, and then you ought to also give yourself up for your brothers. And I think of that text, I keep thinking about that text. We ought to, you ought to also lay down your life for your brothers. And I say to myself, for my brothers and sisters, China, Africa, Brothers and sisters, we think of the communion of the saints around the world. Do I even think of them? Are they even on my radar? Am I willing to sacrifice for them? My brothers and sisters in this country, in this city, people that I might know, am I stirred enough within to act and do something? Are we willing to take risks, break down barriers, no matter what our society may say, but to break down barriers and walk out in faith? Trust God to walk out in faith and do what is correct. Again, I, I, I find myself with this thought, you know, um, the American dream the American dream. Is the American dream more important to me than God's kingdom values? They're not the same. They're not the same. Do I risk enough? Do we risk enough for Christ? And then thirdly, so we looked at compassion as activity or an active. It's an act. It's risky. But also compassion costs something. It costs something. I I, I love the story once again. It says here, verse 34, that this man went to him 
went to him. He, 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 and, and he took him to an inn. He, he went out of his way. We, we get the idea, the picture here, that he, that he was willing to interrupt his schedule. Oh, mercy me, that could be tough for some of us. But he was willing to interrupt his schedule to help this person, to care for him. It was a cost of time. It was a cost of money. He took out two denarii. Many people believe that this is two days' wages. Cover the cost. And so what's the lesson here again? What's the lesson? The lesson is, with compassion, we will get our hands dirty. It will mess with your times, your schedule. It will mess with your pocketbook. It would mess. It will mess with your schedules big time. Will my compassion have legs this year? That's the question that I would like to pose with you. Will, will compassion have legs this year for you? When we look at society, I don't know about you, but when we listen to the news, society around us, our culture, world, we, we sometimes can be overwhelmed by what we see. Isn't it true? Just overwhelmed by the pain and the hurts, the injustices. We go, oh my goodness, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Andy, all, you know, one person here in Kansas City, what am I to do? When it comes to racism, when it comes to racial reconciliation, someone say, Andy, you know, why waste your time? You're just one person. What difference are you going to make? Compassion with legs. Maybe something I can do, we can do, and in the process we're taking a few starfish, throwing them back in the sea. We think of poverty. People living in the margins. We, we think of sex trafficking, refugees and immigration. We think of foster care and adoption. These, these are really big, aren't they? Really big. What, what am I going to do? One person. And, and yet, when we think of this time of the season, Lent, it's wonderful because we're looking toward the cross, we're looking toward Easter, and, and we see what Christ did for us in the cross, that he broke the power of sin. We see the resurrection, that he rose victoriously from the grave. And we can say, yes, the tomb is still empty. In the power of Jesus Christ, one person can do great deeds when moved with compassion and in Christ's name. And so that's part of the message this morning. Am I, am I moved more by what our society says can't change or by gospel kingdom values and the power of the cross, the empty tomb? And so we, we go on with the list. As I mentioned, people, people on the margins and and then we, we think of other things that maybe not are, not are great, but we, we just think of time and risk and willing to, 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 to work. We, we think of, you know, maybe a program, a reading program in the public school that maybe once a week during lunch I, I can actually, you know, give up my time, my sacrifice, and, and help someone. 
volunteering at a community center or volunteering at a, a nursing home or volunteering for Habitat for Humanity to be a big sister, to be a big brother. Oh, my goodness, to, to befriend the shut-in. This is past week. The timing was wonderful on this. I received this note from um, the City Union Mission. And uh, it says, do something great this summer. And then I'm, I'm reading on the back, and it says this, this. Last year, we were able to accommodate for only 443 youth at camp, leaving vacant 183 spots for potential campers. Why? Simply because we did not have enough volunteers to cover all the positions necessary to guide and care our campers. Again, are we too comfortable? I have to back up and say, I did not know that until I just read that here Friday. So some of us perhaps didn't know the need. But again, are we just too comfortable? And, and so will I do something this year? I always, I think about this little phrase about, you know, what insanity is. Doing the same thing, the same way, day in and day out, but yet expecting a different outcome this time. Will I do something this year? Will, will I be intentional to maybe look at my time, my schedule, go and do likewise, and actually do something for someone else? Give myself away for someone else. And, and now I'm, I'm going to begin to meddle a little bit, meddle, uh, meddle and, and step on toes but will I give up something? Will I give up a book, a hobby? Will I even give up a Bible study? Will I even give up DNAs to give myself away to someone else? I'm, I'm saying this to myself when it comes to DNA groups, discipleship nurture and, and accountability groups. I, I, I do between three and five a week, and I ask myself, maybe I should do more. Do I really need to do more DNAs? Or maybe looking at my time. You see, and, and for me, I need to back up. They're very safe. I enjoy them. I enjoy my brothers in Christ. I enjoy spending time with them. But, but I'm comfortable and I'm safe in those settings. Am I willing, again, the fingers are pointing at me, am I willing to, to take a look and say, maybe, maybe you don't need to do five a week, Andy. Is there time in your week for some people on the margins in this community, in this city? And you know, I've asked that question to myself a number of times over the last number of years and months. And then I ask myself, insanity, am I, <laughs> am I going to adjust my schedule to do something? actually do it. I, I think it's a great thought here to, to think individually, if you're single, with a friend, a couple, with your spouse, a family, to really look at your life, at your, your schedule, and to say, where does compassion come in on, on this, this passage here, this message? How, how does compassion play it out in our lives? In our lives. I think one of the greatest um, spiritually healthy things we can do is that families, that you actually talk with your children and say, you know, 
how, how do we make this part of our lifestyle, the Christian lifestyle? That, that our children are just growing, that mom and dad do not just read scripture and pray and belong to a small group, but, but we see them giving themselves away for others. And sometimes when you give yourself away to others, it doesn't come back. You get your hands dirty. But they see us giving ourselves away for other people. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to give ourselves away. Compassion, compassion with legs. And so, um, the conclusion, and again, this, the sermon's a lot shorter today than I thought, but uh, I'm at conclusion already. How about that? And uh, conclusion here is that verse 37, go and do likewise. Go and do likewise. I read that, I've read this over and over, and I go, what do I not understand about those words? They are so clear-cut. Go and do likewise. I don't, I don't, need, to, I don't need to, you know, form a committee <laughs> and have them look at this sentence and come back to me in a, in a week or a month and a year I don't need them to, you know, parse the verb and to really ask a number of questions. What really is Jesus' intent in this sentence? Did he really mean the word go? Did he really mean likewise? No. It's all very clear, isn't it? And so God is saying that to us this morning. Go and do likewise. And so New City Church, New City Church, Let's, let's throw a few starfish back into the sea. Amen? Amen. Dear Lord, um, thank you for this powerful story in the New Testament. And dear Heavenly Father, thank you for clarity. Dear Lord, we know that there are words in Scripture... <laughs> And, and sentences and your teaching and verses that are, are a little difficult to understand, but, but not with this text. Not with this text. And so, Father, it's a, it's a great reminder for us. When we, when we peel an animal, animal, when we peel a banana, what do we expect? <laughs> when we slice a, a watermelon, what do we expect? When people see us as Christian people, when people see New City Church, what do they expect? Oh, Father, may compassion with legs be who we are. May it be who we are. In your name we pray. Amen.